0: internet peeps and welcome to another edition of big trouble little podcast episode 94 i am joe Dubbs. hey i'm
1: andy zach
0: and uh we are here with the final movie of gina davis uh is selma and louise we uh the theme was did you say selma no i said selma okay it
1: sounded <laughs>
0: like it. i'm sorry i kind of slurred a little bit i am sorry um like <laughs> fuck i am drunk <laughs> don't
2: don't pay attention
0: <laughs> uh but anyway we are here we're gonna talk about gina davis and was it susan sarandon you know, that's right. right okay yeah got that right cool but before i
1: tell michael Madsen, some other people fucking brad. brad pitt brad pitt was in there
0: fucking brad pitt uh but anyway Let's get into some news that matter. Not oh I fucked it up. What the hell have you been watching, playing?
1: What? What? what you are doing? drunk. What the hell?
0: I had some uh, Maker's Mark and a little beer. Oh, mm. okay. Huh?
1: How professional! Nah, I'm just kidding. I drink during the show all the time. Um, <coughs> uh, I didn't watch much. I'll just go first. I usually go first. anyway don't I? Uh, it's been a short amount of time since our last episode, so I haven't had much time to watch anything, and I've been doing. Uh, some home improvement garbage, but um, on Sunday, I did I did you know post or late to Valentine's Day stuff with my girlfriend, and we were going to go see a movie. I wanted to go see Sonic, but she wanted to see 1917 for some reason, which yeah. I don't understand, but whatever, the movie's really good, and I said, okay, I guess I'll see it again. So I saw 1917 again. Uh, it was I mean, still great, and like I looked for, like I, I spotted a bunch of details I like didn't the first time, so I, I enjoyed it very much. And then after that, I was like, man, I really want to finish Great War that YouTube series I've talked about several times where they go over the First World War week by week. And uh, I'm almost done. I'm in like late August, early September 1918, which if you know anything about history, you know that the war is almost over. I'm getting there. But that's, that's really all I've had time
2: for, unfortunately.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's kind of backwards because a lot of uh, females that I talk to were, uh because I saw her Sonic, I'll put that right out there because that is on my list. Um they were like Sonic was cute and I'm like fuck you, he's not cute. He's a hedgehog. He goes fast. He eats chili dogs. Go to hell. But it's pretty surprising that she chose 1917 over Sonic is what I'm trying yeah. to say. I
2: uh-huh. mean, I mean war is really romantic. You get to see a bunch of young men die in their prime and uh <laughs> you know it's really depressing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it really
0: is. Especially, uh, <coughs> and uh, Andy's dying,
2: he's uh, still got coronavirus. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm pretty much. I, mean, over I thought mine. I muted myself. What the fuck? <laughs> you not,
0: Zach. What about you? What have you been watching We're playing? Uh,
2: I uh still haven't really gotten back in the mode of playing stuff yet. Really, um, I've been watching. I finished Daredevil season two. Mm. I was still in watch mode because I was, I was still getting over being sick. I'm pretty much over it now.
0: <clears throat> What'd you think of it?
2: It was really good. I liked it. Um, there's a, a lot happened in that second season. Like it, it's weird. It's like, at first you think, Oh, this is going to focus on Punisher. And then it's like, no, that's just the first half. Mm. <laughs> the second half turns into like all this other crazy shit. Uh, I don't really want to get, get into too much detail about it because I don't know. There's probably still people like me that haven't fucking seen it yet.
0: It it kind of sets up the uh, Defenders in a way. Um, that's also another show that you should watch. I think it's like a, eight episodes, I think, maybe. Yeah, I, I've been debating on
2: whether or not I'm going to watch that one or not. I think I will just because I feel like I should.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um it, it's not oh, it's not as good as Daredevil or um <laughs> j- just Daredevil. Um cuz it has a lecture it has Daredevil. I believe Foggy Nelson's in there. Uh and I think yeah Iron Fist is in there but who gives a shit about Iron Fist?
2: Who gives a fuck about that guy? He <laughs> Culturally appropriated martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um I also have been watching a bunch of wrestling. Obviously, watched NXT Portland this uh, Sunday, mm-hmm. last Sunday now, uh, and I've been watching the Ruthless Aggression docu series.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's really it's it's really good so far. It's really interesting. It- I wonder how long they're going because they're like, now enters John Cena. Who Like, who's going to be well, in there? What the
2: hell is Ruthless Aggression? What is that? Um, Ruthless Aggression has always been kind of, uh, it, it was based off a promo Vince McMahon said shortly after the Monday Night War ended. Mm. It was like in two, uh, late 2002 when they first started doing the brand split shit. Um, and they're like, oh, which one of you guys has Ruthless Aggression? Show it to me, damn it! Like he's talking to the whole roster. Like he's basically saying, "Hey, who's going to be my next big star?" Because Rock's leaving, and Austin's tired and beat up, and he's about to retire.
1: Oh.
2: Um. So. Uh, no everyone's... one was right. Isn't that isn't that uh, a low point in wrestling? Uh, yeah, I'm not really not at first. Uh, like, there, there's some growing pains going on there, but, like, that was a period of time when, like, SmackDown was, like, fucking awesome, and there was always something cool going on on SmackDown.
1: So, it's a new documentary series? Is it on the network?
2: <laughs> yeah, there's, like, two episodes up now. Because,
1: to this day, my favorite thing I've ever watched on the network is the documentary about the Monday Night Wars, so.
2: You'll probably really like this one then, too, because it's sort of similar. Like, there's no war, and they're not talking about ratings and what the other show is doing. Mm-hmm. But it's more into like, it gets into like what WWE was trying to do after that big, you know, moment in wrestling history. Yeah, I have realized that's why
1: I care about wrestling is like that, the meta.
2: Yeah, but um, like that's always been what that period of time was unofficially called by fans. Like 2002 to 2007, they're like, that's Ruthless Aggression Era. And then I guess WWE finally picked up on that themselves and said they're calling it that. They got to call it something. Yeah, because it's definitely different from what what goes on nowadays.
0: (laughs) And last episode was about John Cena when, you know, he came out when uh, Kurt Angle was like, who in the back wants to face me? And then like vanilla John Cena came out.
2: Like he literally just looked like he came out of a creator wrestler on one of the games. That's that's what his gear looks like and everything. Mm. And he's like, "What do you got? What 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 can you do?" And he's like, "Ruthless aggression," and he slaps the shit out of him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. But yeah, um, other than that, it's that's kind of been it. That's all I've been watching. Other than this movie, I think I already said that. But yeah.
0: Mm. So I have a lot. Uh, I went to my parents' house, and uh, my dad was working, and then he got sick with the flu, so he wasn't like hanging out with me. So I was like, I'm just gonna watch movies in the living room all day. And then me and my brother and his girl, uh, his girlfriend, went to go see Sonic, which I already said. But here's the movies that I watch. I watched The Coldest Game, which has um, Bill Pullman in it. He was like a, prof- like a super genius professor that filled in for a dead chess guy who was facing against Russia during the cold war. And this story is fiction, but like the events that, you know, happened back then there, there was a chess game that was big against the uh, United States and Russia, <laughs> but uh, it was good. I, I like the fiction in it. Um, it, it's it's interesting. They did a lot of conspiracy theories in there as well, so it, it's on Netflix. I definitely, uh, I would say go watch it. It's a good watch. Uh, I watched another Oscar nominee movie, Marriage Story, starring Adam yeah. Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson, and uh, it was really really good. And going back to what Andy said, Adam Driver is really good as an actor.
1: Yeah, he's just. I, I haven't seen him in anything where he wasn't like my favorite part.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie is basically about a a Broadway director and a a Broadway director who is uh, Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson is like a TV star, like a big TV star that showed her tits on TV, and she went to go work with Adam Driver. They got married, and then shit happens, and they're going through a divorce. That's pretty much the whole story, and. It, it, what I loved about this movie is that it's in like three settings and it's all dialogue. There's like no action, just straight up dialogue. It's a drama. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. I also rented, uh, because I, like I said last time, I usually give uh, bad movies like two tries. So I tried Terminator Dark Fate again, uh, no. and the second go around, if I could take my terminator bias away and be like well if this person didn't die and this event happened what is the whole point of the terminator series the writing is actually pretty good i'll say that um
1: is it is it worth watching
0: yeah i i i okay. I say it's worth watching if you just ignore everything that happens in terminator not care about um John Connor that much, even though well, that's
1: impossible because T Two is fantastic and like one of the best action movies ever made.
0: Mm. But uh but, but I'll try. I'll try for you. People try to do like this whole SJW thing like, Oh, they freed me I'm strongest and all that stuff. But, well it, get that out of your head. It's a good movie. Fucking Linda Hamilton, greatest Sarah Connor. Um I I forgot the other chick who is the other hybrid terminator human person something mckenzie i think uh she was really good and the person that they're protecting danny was okay i wouldn't say amazing but yeah go watch it really cool it was like five dollars to rent on amazon um with coronavirus going around i decided to watch this movie called contagion which has Matt Damon, Gwyneth Patro, um, I keep on forgetting his name, Morpheus from fucking Matrix. And I, I mean, that's
2: Morpheus. That's just who he is.
0: And uh, Andy's fixing my spelling on our Google Doc. I, spelled- I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's drunk.
2: He's had a few brewskis. <laughs> he's made some spelling errors. He's forgotten things.
0: Mm-hmm. But that that movie is really eerie to the coronavirus because <laughs> uh they still don't know what the origin of the coronavirus either a it's a biological weapon that escaped which uh that's a conspiracy theory but the other <laughs> logical thing that happened is that it came from bat soup. and apparently that's not true oh it's not oh, okay well.
1: I, I don't know every day there's a new science person on my facebook feed talking about the virus but most recently i heard that no that's not actually what it came from however they have traced it to like what they say a a wet um a wet market it's like where there's a bunch of animals and stuff
2: Mm -hmm. so i I don't i don't know but i just i just figured the answer was china's sanitation just is not that good so they made a new virus by accident
0: well (laughs) with what What's funny about this film is it it shows like the virus spreading so much in America, like because yeah. uh but they didn't know the origin, so they had to find ground zero and uh spoiler it's not really a spoiler, but at the end it originates from China, and a bat eats a fruit from uh one of the trees like a banana or something and drops it in uh in a farm full of pigs, and the pigs eat that fruit that the bat was eating and then so pretty much the bat was infected bat ate fruit dropped fruit pig uh ate the fruit then the pig got served in a restaurant and then the the person that you see in the beginning of the film spreads it throughout china and then comes to america
1: Jeez, all right swallowed it dog to catch the cat to catch the rat to catch the okay i get it <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it, it's a good film um so I watched more Picard because I was like, eh, episode one was, uh, let, me, let me try two and three. It's still mild. Yeah. I hope, because cause I also started watching Discovery as well, which I should have put on there. At least Discovery, they'll, they'll do like a one-off where like, oh, here's something that should be really, really political, but let's get back to the story. Uh, that's what Discovery does really well. Picard is Mm -hmm. like, we're just gonna do everything politics every single episode, and it's bumming me out a little bit.
1: I saw a article, well, an article using air quotes recently about um they interviewed. (coughs) Excuse me interviewed a whole bunch of star trek fans and they said what's your favorite series what's your least favorite series and it was just a chart about like what they said mm-hmm. and more than a quarter of the people they asked like 27 percent or something said that discovery was their least favorite it was far away the winner for least favorite mm-hmm. so i thought that was interesting but at, at the time they were doing it there was only one episode of picard so who knows
0: yeah i mean i'm still gonna give it a chance because i'll watch the whole Season and hopefully it does pick up maybe like halfway through the season, but who knows?
1: Yeah, I'm still wanting to watch it. It's just I, I like that character too much. Mm-hmm. I like the character of jean Luke Card. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it's worth watching. It's just from what I understand, it's just like none of none of the original like writers and stuff. So I don't know if it'll be any good.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Um How many
1: episodes is it going to be? Do you know?
0: I don't know. I'm thinking probably ten because that is like the magic number now these days, yeah, like eight to ten for yeah. these these streamable shows, yeah, so I watched the time machine, the guy Pierce movie uh I thought it was okay, um it tried to capture the old uh movie, but i I think it missed a little bit uh I watched. <coughs> I watched a documentary called I Am Killer which is prisoners on death row that are trying to get out of death row and uh what's not funny but like you you're thinking all oh, these prisoners aren't here at the end they're going to be like oh they get to get out of death row happy ending some of the episodes are just like nah bitch you're just going to be on death row peace out you're 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 a killer And these dudes that are part of uh, these episodes, some were accessory to a murder, and some were at the wrong place at the wrong time, and then others were just like, "I just straight up killed that motherfucker."
1: You can get the death penalty for being accessory to murder.
0: Um, in Texas, if you oh, in Texas, you can get the death penalty for being cross-eyed. If you're in the same, like, if you're with a group of people and. Somebody decides to kill somebody, and you didn't know about that because you're part of that group. You were uh, guilty with association, and it's well, that's fucked. Yeah, so that was one of the episodes. That's really cool. And then, follow from I am Killer. I watched Police Academy on Netflix.
1: Yeah, you had to. You it was too serious, so I guess you had to mm. do a complete left turn.
0: Yes, I always love Police Academy. Oh, um, yeah, One of my favorites. Then I watched a little Spider-Man uh, animated, the 90s cartoon. And I just noticed this a little bit. Like Aunt May is like 150 years old in that cartoon. And Peter Parker looks like he's 30 years old as a high school student. It's weird.
2: Well, that's because they're probably just going off how Aunt May looks in the comics. Uh, she's always looked super fucking old uh, in the comics, except I don't, I don't know how she's portrayed now. I I guess she's not because she's just dead. Mm-hmm. I, I think she's dead now I don't know but <clears throat> up to that point in time <clears throat> when they were making that show that's just how she looked I remember just because I had
0: comics that predate that well what about Peter Parker was he 30 years old in, in high school
2: I mean no he's in college in that show
0: I thought it was I thought, in the beginning it was high school or was he just getting out of high school
1: I just remember him being in college in the show but I haven't seen it in a long time
0: yeah, I haven't seen
2: it in a long time either, but I, I definitely remember him being in college. Maybe it did start with him in high school, and I don't really just remember that.
0: Because
2: mm-hmm. uh, that's so long ago now, but yeah. I, I, mean,
0: had, I had it on in the background just because I just wanted something on the background, but it was cool. Yeah. And then obviously I watched Sonic, and uh, we'll have an episode when everybody uh, sees Sonic. One day. Someday. So, let's get to the movie of the week. Zach, what was your movie that you picked?
2: Uh, picked Thelma and Louise because uh, I hadn't seen it yet, and I don't know. It's kind of like a. I feel like it's kind of a big part of pop culture. Oh yes, big time, and uh, it's it's referenced in a lot of things. And yeah, I was really disappointed that the ending
1: has been ruined by everything.
2: Yeah, that when I when I saw the ending, I was like, man, that that's really been like lampooned and a lot of stuff. And I, I feel, feel like I, I saw it in it.
1: Tiny tunes or something.
2: Yeah, that's possible. They used to do that, all kinds of shit like that in that show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then like I found out oh, Ridley Scott directed this. And I was like, what the fuck? Like this doesn't seem like the kind of movie he'd do. Mm-hmm. But, that was a that was a big question when he was going to do it
1: originally, because everyone was like, wait a minute, he wants to direct a fucking drama. What's the problem? But then he proved he can do it.
2: Yeah, I guess originally he was going to be executive producer, but then apparently Michelle Pfeiffer convinced him to do it. <laughs> because she was originally going to be in this movie with Jodie Foster, and then that changed. It, it took too long to get the ball rolling.
0: Mm-hmm. So there's what? there's a little trivia there. <laughs> Wait, so who is Jodie Foster supposed to be? I think uh,
2: my guess would she would have been uh Thelma.
0: I I can't see J- Jodie Foster as Thelma. I don't know.
2: I can't see Michelle Pfeiffer as Thelma.
0: <laughs> I don't
2: know. I just can't. But
0: I think um, I think they picked you know good with Jane Davis. So
2: yeah, they like they got her, and then they were trying to figure out who the hell's going to be Louise. I don't know. That, that took forever for some reason. But there it is. This is what we got.
0: Mm-hmm. So, a little uh, plot real quick. Uh, Both of them are just like, we're going to go on a vacation. And uh, they go on a vacation. uh, While on the road trip, they go to this bar. And this creep is like, hey, dance with me to Thelma. And then Thelma gets raped or about to get raped. No,
2: yeah, it gets close, but nothing happens really.
0: And then Louise uh, like puts a gun to his head, and then like they're about to get away, and then the guy's like, "Suck my dick," and then she shoots him. And now, guys,
2: he sucked bullets, not dick.
0: <laughs> but uh, it was now, now, now. You could say here's me nitpicking. If, if they would have stayed, they would have had the uh, the the waitress on their side but then we wouldn't have a movie because then you could see she was beat up so Like she was punching or slapped in the face where it left marks.
1: That's kind of part of the story is like looking back. Yeah, that's what they should have done. They should have stayed and like talked to the police and done this other stuff, but Hmm. they made a poor decision and then they made another one and then another one and then another one and then more poor decisions. And that's the way it goes sometimes, I guess.
0: Well, the way I looked at it is that, uh, because something happened with Louise in Texas, which comes uh you know put one and one together, she probably got raped in Texas, and her logic of you know we need to get away or how are you gonna say the story and stuff uh, of going to the cops is like maybe the cops didn't help her out in Texas, so that's why she hates that state' Cause I, I I really can't see a person hating a whole state because of one person what they did the only reason i could see her hating the whole state is you know the law not helping her out
2: the justice system in texas failed her yeah she makes the, she makes the point
1: that like and i think they both say this uh everyone saw them dancing together and they were all over each other and this that and the other no one's gonna believe her that 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 was what was gonna you know she was gonna get raped or whatever mm-hmm. and I, I it's a decent point i guess
0: yeah, but then, you know, cut to the waitress and she knows the type of what that guy is. But she also in another bread said, I can't see those girls doing this. So, yeah, keeps I mean, sometimes
2: <laughs> you want you want to pull on the, the thread, the loose thread in the sweater unravel the whole thing. You could do that to like a ton of movies.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Michael Madison is really fucking young in this movie. <laughs>
2: I think this is... No, he did Reservoir Dogs. That's after year after this. That's right.
0: Mm.
2: He probably started doing it shortly after he wrapped this movie up, though. And yeah, this is 91, right? Yeah. Yeah. I always keep thinking in my head Reservoir Dogs is 90, but it's 92.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I got confused on this. Uh, uh, um, Louise, is she married or not? No. No? Okay. Because I kept on thinking, was Jimmy the husband or boyfriend and stuff.
1: Well, no, he like proposes to her when he turns up.
0: Yeah. But I, I, I was, sometimes I lose things in the, uh, the script or the scenes and stuff where I just don't listen to it. And I'm like, wait, is that her husband? Why is she, <coughs> why is she telling him all this stuff? We're about to tell him this stuff.
2: Well, pay attention. Damn it.
0: There's some... Yeah, get off
2: your phone. Quit fucking around.
0: I'm not even on my phone. I just fucking we're, zone we're, out, zone out sometimes. Quit the next movies around. we
1: choose are all gonna be subtitled, so you can't do this shit anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So, would you th- would you think of Har- uh, Harvey Cattell as a uh, Hal the detective? I always
1: he's, he's one of my favorite parts of the movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. He kind his um demeanor. In this movie went up and down for me because one he was like being this like super hard detective and then i guess he looks into these girls and their back backstory and then he like wants them to be safe wants them to uh make sure they don't get shot i so. think he had
1: a lot of it figured out it mm. seems to me like he's he pieced it together when he's talking to the waitress and a couple other details and he interviews people about them and he realizes that they aren't really like murderers or anything like that. And he starts getting pieces from JD and from Jimmy and he realizes that they're just like in over their head and this isn't who they are. And so when he says, hey, just come in and talk to me, it's clear that that's what they probably should do, but no, they don't. And that's, that's kind of that's kind of what makes the movie good, though, is, is that story is that they keep going. And mm-hmm. It's tragic.
0: Yeah, and it's like the emotions are going like a roller coaster in this film because, like, after they kill that guy, uh, Zelma is like freaking out, doesn't know what to do. She wants to go to the cops, but then Louise is like, no, we can't go to the cops because of these certain situations. And then, um, here's what confuses me a little bit. And I don't know, maybe I'm just nitpicking, maybe I just don't know because I'm not a female. Um, but like, she goes back into that fun and wants to, you know, fuck Brad Pitt pretty much, which she does at at, at some point. Mm. Wouldn't you be scared to get in that situation again after going through that horror? Uh,
2: I don't know. I think it, it's kind of documented that... I mean, I don't want to say documented like I know this for sure, but it seems like you hear about a lot of cases like everybody reacts to that kind of stuff differently
0: mm-hmm.
2: in her case uh, I think if I remember right that was shortly after she just got off the phone talking to JD and saying go fuck yourself she pretty much just discarded him
0: mm-hmm.
2: like she she finally realized that guy's this guy's an asshole and I don't think he, he really ever appreciated me or liked me Yeah, and he was the
1: only only person he'd,
0: she'd ever known that
1: way They dated for four years and got married young.
0: Yeah. Speaking of Daryl, did he start having feelings for Thelma again? Like he was actually worried? Because they showed a scene where there's like a bunch of alcohol, like beer bottles everywhere. And he had like this concerned look and like teary-eyed.
2: Oh, Daryl. Yeah, I called him JD by accident. That's Brad Pitt's character. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. I guess so. That's kind of the impression I got was it seemed like he was he was genuinely concerned. I I took it as part that and part like stress because the cops are in his house
1: harassing him and he's he's getting a lot of trouble from it. I don't know. Maybe not, though. Maybe that's
2: just being too jaded. cynical. I like that part where they, they basically just move into his house and they're like watching a fucking movie or something on his TV. <laughs> And then he's, he, like, changes the channel because I guess he wants to watch fucking football or something. They just look back and at And they will give him, like, what the fuck are you doing? You he's like, sorry. you sorry. sorry. He changes it back. <laughs> I'm watching a movie with Cary
1: Grant in it, but I wasn't sure which one it was because I know I recognize Cary Grant's voice.
0: Hmm. Um, Brad Pitt's character, JD. I did not see it coming that he was going to steal money. The only thing I th- thought about was wow uh because they pretty much say no we're not giving you a, well Louis says no we're not giving you a ride and then they see him down the road which
1: yeah when they say we're not going to give you a ride i was like well his name was in the opening credits so he's probably in more than 45 seconds of film
0: yeah well i'm just I, i'm just thinking i was like man he traveled quick even though he didn't get a ride
1: Also, what kind of like a zigzag shitty ass way are they getting through the Midwest that they run into him twice and then run into
2: that trucker three
1: goddamn times?
2: Hey, if you've ever drove really long interstate, sometimes you see the same fucking truck. Well, they're not on the interstate
1: by design.
2: Well, you know what I mean? If you go down a road, that guy's probably trying to dodge scales and shit. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't have to like, you know, hey, insider DOT knowledge shit I've got here. He's probably trying to dodge weight scales and not not get caught by the DOT. <laughs> it seems like I pulled that in my ass, but that's like legitimately what a lot of truckers do. I I know that just from my job.
0: And I thought he was hilarious, the truck driver. Even when even near the end, when they like shoot up his fucking truck, that part was fucking awesome. I just I did not see that coming.
2: I did not see a giant action movie explosion. From yeah, that it movie. surprised me as well, and I
1: was also like hey that's like the first time that that explosion in a movie looks right because in movies when they're making movies they use gasoline to make the explosions like big fireballs because real explosions don't do that but the truck was full of gasoline so it was totally legit
0: yeah <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but i like, assume that's what it's full of
0: but he, he he pretty much pretty much like curses them out he's like you're you're a sick bastard you know get back your truck and you're like fuck you <laughs> That character is so fucking goofy and like
2: over the top. It's just like, like I don't know. It's like ugh. He, he like felt no remorse. It's like he didn't understand what the fuck he was. They were telling him at all. He's dumb. He's a dumb
1: person. His brain, his brain does not have as many firing brain cells as the normal person.
2: No, apparently not.
0: <laughs> and I thought when he was going to take his sunglasses up, like it was going to be super super cross eyed. So I was like highly surprised that he had somewhat normal eyes, because I thought that's what was going to happen.
2: I just thought that a really weird scene to see out of a Ridley Scott movie. <laughs> it's
0: like this, this goofy ass fucking character and it's all this shit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, wh- what I liked about this film is like obviously there was a divide of, you know, what we're do- <laughs> what we're doing is fucked up. You know, we should go to Mexico. We should not go to Mexico. And then Gradually, as the story goes on, they both are just friends, fucking living life. To, uh, you know, they, they, Thelma robs a store because JD fucking steals money, which I did not see that coming. By the way,
2: I saw that fucking coming. (laughs) Yeah, no,
1: I was like, oh great, how's this money gonna disappear?
0: Mm -hmm. Because she's like,
2: listen, guard the money, and blah, blah blah. And then he shows up at the door. I'm like. My money's gone. He's going to fucking steal that money. And then he's also, like, why, why have her card the money? Just keep it. Yeah. And I couldn't figure that out. Why didn't she just keep it on her? Yeah,
1: it, it seems like an easy plot thing to be like, and the money's gone. So now they have
2: to rob places. That's the only, that's the only part of the, the plot. In my opinion, I thought was kind of flimsy. I was like, she could have just took, had it on her person. talked to her, uh, her boyfriend. I forget that dude's name, Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. Like what, what the fuck's he going to do? Take the money back. It's her money. Yeah, I she mean, he had the it.
1: chance. Honestly, I thought that he was just going to steal it and just never talk to her again. Yeah, but it was it was it was a lot cooler what they did with. I I mean, I can always use more Manson in any movie.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, and how were they going to get into Mexico? Were they trying to like get into a certain part of part of Oklahoma City or Oklahoma that they were just going to squeeze into at Mexico? Was that their plan?
1: I mean, you can't because uh oklahoma does not border mexico but they're heading south and they say they don't want to go through texas and thelma has the very astute observation you want to get to mexico from oklahoma but you don't want to go through texas which <laughs> if you've ever seen a map of the united states is fucking ridiculous mm. so i guess they head west from there because they wind up at the, the Grand canyon or whatever I, yeah. I know that scene was shot in utah but i don't know where they're supposed to be in the
2: movies like universe uh, it was Arizona, the Arizona State. Okay. Police. So then that makes
1: more stuff. sense. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That makes more sense because that would be they're heading southwest so they can eventually get to the Mexican border.
0: But but even that, the border is probably heavily guarded, correct? Unless unless they're traveling with their passports.
1: Um, I don't know about that. I, I think especially especially in a pre. I think back then you could just
2: drive to Mexico.
1: I think it was just something you could do.
2: Yeah, I think so. You got to remember that was like – I guess we say this movie took place in
1: 1990.
2: Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and I don't know. How many people do you, do you know try to go – just want to go to Mexico like that? Usually it's the opposite. And back then it wasn't even really like that, I don't think. where There was a huge problem about border crossings and shit. Right, yeah. They, they There was no – it was
1: very different i mean the movie was written in the late 80s it was shot in the early 90s and released in the early 90s it's just it was different i think you could just drive to mexico
0: and another thing i want to bring up because um i don't know i'm not i'm not too knowledgeable about the law but when killing one man in one state does that cons- consist of the you know fbi because they're going state to state is that a thing? Oh, yeah, that
1: makes sense. you got to get the, the federal government <coughs> involved. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm very sorry. Um, but yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, if they're going from state to state. The idea of going from state to state would be no one's looking for you in the next state, but if you get the federal the keyword, federal bureau investigation involved, they're looking for you everywhere,
0: mm-hmm. I guess. And uh, I do like that they brought up the fact or the, you know, the detective is like you know i could have saved you with this m- murder because it could have been self defense but now now you did robbery fucking shot out that guy's truck and it it's it's hilarious that you know that happened and one thing i want to bring up because i know we jump around a lot but the ending um do you think that was excessive of having like all those guns and a helicopter just for these two ladies
1: yeah Definitely. I mean, but that's what uh, Harvey Keitel's character kind of says. It's like he doesn't want to, to bring the hammer down on them because he knew that was going to happen. Like I think he, I think what he says is the volume gets turned up immediately or, or whatever he says. Yeah. And th- that's-, that's what happens. Is everyone's itching. Oh, let's let's all go get everyone. Roll out the entire state police. And now you've got fucking thirty guys with shotguns and assault rifles. That's that's unnecessary. Mm. So you know it's it's a dangerous situation because it makes it look more like they could get shot because now it doesn't now you've got 30 people who could make a mistake and accidentally kill someone who's surrendering or whatever
0: mm-hmm. and boy oh boy the, the, uh, Susan Sarandon's uh, driving in this movie I uh, probably with a stunt driver of course but like mm-hmm. the character itself the the Louise she drove really fucking well
1: <laughs> I'm impressed that that Thunderbird held together throughout all of that off-road driving like off and on throughout the movie Mm-hmm. Car, that car was a trooper. I'm sure they used, you know, like, fucking six cars throughout the movie. I'm sure one had a camera rig, and one was for stunts or whatever,
0: but you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Um, I, what I find hilarious is, like, the cops uh, didn't try to ram her at all. Like, every time she went forward... I yelled that at the screen. I was like, what do you... Stop them. Like, they would, like, dodge out of the way, and they were, like, parking out of the way. It's like, what do you...
2: Dude, that's a '66 Thunderbird. You don't want to fuck it up.
0: <laughs> but like, even the cops that were like chasing her, <laughs> like, they did these flips and stuff just to make it more actiony.
1: Yeah, it was a little silly.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know what else to say about this movie. Uh, Christopher makes. What's up?
1: Oh, I was gonna say, it makes me want to go on a road trip.
0: Yeah, well, without the murdering and robbery, of course. Uh, You go on your road
2: trip. I'll go on mine. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know about you, man, but that's the kind of road trips I go on.
0: (laughs) Murder and uh, fucking robbery, which, by the way... The difference is I get
2: away with it.
0: The robbery video was hilarious. I left. (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. (laughs) Everybody have a good day now. See you later. I thought what was going to happen... was like the owner would come out with a shotgun and start shooting at them, but surprisingly, that didn't happen. Instead, we got that weird scene where uh, Louise was like all mopey because she, you know, lost the money, and like this person in the diner is like staring at her. I I didn't understand that scene at all. Oh really?
1: I thought that was like one of the best parts. I, I really liked that scene because it's like right <laughs> after. I, I don't know. This, this is, I'm probably reading into it too far, but it's like right after she's talking to, uh, to Madsen, to to Jimmy, and he's like, uh, I figure you're on the run. I wanted to come see you in person. Let's get married. I love you. And she's like, well, I love you too. And she's she's saying, no, we should, we should part ways. And obviously she's upset about that and now also the money's missing, so she's upset about that. And she sees like this old woman looking at her out of this window and it reminds her of her own age and like how she's you know not getting any younger and then she like looks in the rearview mirror of the Thunderbird and is like starting to put on uh lipstick like to make herself look prettier and then goes oh what's the point and throws it out the side of the car mm-hmm. like I read oh, it yeah. it like she's she's throwing everything away because of what's what's happening in the movie and, like, she she's, she, threw away her last opportunity to be happy with Jimmy, and a lot of other things are going bad. And she's still, like, happy to be on this adventure with her friend and stuff. But, like, it's a moment of reflection, and she starts realizing, like, the cost. But then, you're right back into it. She comes out and starts the car. I, I robbed this place. We got all this money now. Mm. So it, it, like, jerks her back into the yeah. reality. I don't I, I Again, I might be completely misreading what the director and the screenwriter wanted me to get out of that scene, but that's what I got out of it. I thought it was really
0: good. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, I guess we'll move on to the uh, the ending uh, where the, <laughs> they have the cops behind them and a helicopter with like sharpshooters and everything, and uh, they turn the car around and just kill themselves. <clears throat> well, do they? You, uh-huh. yeah
2: do they i mean no no it cuts out in the middle you don't know
0: yeah <laughs> grand canyon firebird
2: you guys are like fucking boring
0: <laughs> i mean i
2: i i could see they fucking died there's no proof you don't know that how else can you take it what if they landed in the water and got away
0: Water in a the desert. There's a fucking. A it showed. It, it showed rivers at the
2: bottom of the Grand Canyon. Yeah, oh. they showed it in the shot. I
0: um, mean, I'm
2: just fucking around. On, uh, I'm fucking
1: around, but like, <laughs> come on.
2: Say, are you serious? I can't tell.
1: <laughs> are you a Hollywood movie executive? No, this is got to have a good ending. We're
0: not releasing this. I mean, he is kind of right. You don't see it, and it you know. cuts
2: out in the middle. That's I've always heard that was a point of contention for fans of that movie really was like yes it's like no they made it it's like no they fucking died like oh, I, it, it's a really simple argument but th- there's no like the thought excuse me the thought did not cross my mind that they would survive at all through, i think it, it's not a cartoon i think it's more like a sentiment thing it's like what you choose to believe rather okay, than what really uh, happens
1: Yeah, like but, the spirit you know, of it or yeah whatever yeah
0: i, I mean the there's an alternate ending, ending in this movie is it? What is it?
1: It's pretty much the same thing. Uh, it's it, There was a collector's edition of the DVD or whatever, and it was included. But it's on YouTube now. You can just watch it. It's like a few minutes long. So I watched it. It's the exact same ending. They still drive off the cliff. But you see them falling, and the car disappears. And uh, Kaitel runs all the way to the cliffside and like looks down at them. And they're playing... Um, uh, a BB King song, I can't remember which one. Don't look down, or or don't don't look down now. I can't remember. Something like that. And it's pretty cool, but what they went with was better, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, with Zach's logic, or just like just throwing it out there, uh, what he said, you know, with you know they could have landed in water. They could have in the you know mid just like bail out of the car and jump into the the river that's there, but.
2: Like, like I said, it's more. I think it's always been more the sentiment of it. Do you choose to believe? Oh, they got away, or do you just fucking yeah, oh, they died?
0: I, I I saw it as, do they you know keep the trip going?
2: They're dead, brother.
0: Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I am saying they're dead, but you know, keeping it going by just get going off this cliff. Like, oh yeah, they
2: didn't. They didn't get them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which. I, I appreciated it, and then, you know, I see him as dead because right in the midair, they just, they fade it in white, and then they do, like, flashbacks and stuff of them in the beginning of the movie. They're just them being happy, uh, which, you know, I say they're dead. But anyway, any final uh, thoughts on this movie before we move on?
1: Uh, this movie is extremely good, and I understand why it's part of, like, the 90s cultural zeitgeist. Um yeah. It probably would have won a lot more awards if it hadn't released the same year as Silence of the Lambs. It's kind of, you know, uh, it's a bummer for Thelma and Louise, but it was Silence of the Lambs. that won like fucking everything. Except for Screenwriter, which um whatever her name is, the woman who wrote this got. So, yeah, that's cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Great movie, though. Great movie. Zach, what about you? Uh
2: I got... uh I liked it a lot, uh, actually. And yeah, pretty much what Andy was saying. I see why this was like a big part of pop culture, 90s stuff. And it's continually referenced to this day in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got I got a couple other little pieces of trivia here. I didn't bother to investigate this, but apparently the trailer presents this film as a comedy. Good. <laughs>
1: they need <laughs> like to do I, that more.
2: I haven't verified that, but that's
1: that's hilarious, Feds the that that needs to happen more. I wish movie studios would get more creative with trailers. I like when trailers have footage that isn't in the movie. I like when it kind of presents
2: it slightly different. That's people crazy. get people get pissed off about that, though. Fuck them. This is what I want. It's not about them. It's about me. I mean, I agree with you. I don't fucking care, but I just think it's funny that people get pissed. That's not the movie. It's like they did this shit forever, like forever ago in movies, and now you're bitching about it? Like, I don't understand. Like uh, I miss the good old days when Alfred yeah. Hitchcock
1: would just come out and just – talk about a movie like it's not even scenes from the movie he just like looks at a staircase and he's like this is where it happened this is where the terrible thing happened
2: it's like (laughs) oh
1: what, what terrible thing i have to see this Hitchcock movie
2: yeah um apparently this this part for for jd brad pitt's character was like a hot button item when this movie was getting made like everybody fucking tried out for this part, and Especially like George Clooney,
1: right? He wanted- George Clooney
2: tried out five times and failed, which <laughs> is like really funny. But but back then he was fucking nobody. I yeah, think he was on like ER or
1: something at the
2: time, was No, I don't, I don't think ER was around yet. Oh, like, Was this, it not? No, I think this was like ninety. I don't think ER existed.
0: I think ER <laughs> started in
2: ninety four. No i did not know that so he, he was like literally nobody i think he was just some guy trying to cut his teeth in hollywood still so brad pitt didn't have a name yet either did he uh i think he got some bit parts in movies like he was becoming somebody around that time i think uh, this might have been the his, his breakout though um fucking william baldwin was considered for it <laughs> and then robert Downey jr but then they said he's too short Compared to Gina Davis. Gina Davis is like fucking eight feet tall. So, you know, (laughs) kid.
0: Probably too too coked out as well.
2: And then Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo auditioned for this too. Oh, Mark Ruffalo was doing stuff back then? Yeah. I have to say it, but I'm kind of unaware of him prior to like. Avengers? 2008. (laughs) Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I mean, he was probably nobody. That's the thing is like all these guys except for William Baldwin were like fucking nobody. At this point in time,
0: uh, Brad Pitt, uh, before Thelma and Louise did Glory Days, the TV show. Uh,
2: I don't even know what that is.
0: Too young to die. Uh, growing pains, he was in a couple of episodes for that, and, <laughs> and that's it. So, nothing, he was in nothing, is what you're telling <laughs> yeah. Pretty much,
2: so yeah, he pretty much was almost nobody at that point. Uh, the only other thing I got to say about this movie is. I really liked Hans Zimmer's score for it. Oh yeah, it oh, was yeah. fucking awesome. His early '90s like uh, movie score work is like really distinct and different from like the stuff he did later.
1: Yeah, a lot of his stuff sounds samey to me now, but back then it, it was like punchier and different. And like I feel like he was writing for that movie. It wasn't just I'm gonna buy some Hans Zimmer music for my movie. It was I'm gonna buy Hans Zimmer to make music for my.
2: He had a dis- he had a distinct style back then. It, it feels very '90s. I don't know. Like the soundtrack reminded me a lot of Days of Thunder, which is like kind of a personal favorite ish movie of mine. It's, it sounds very similar to that, except they do that that more country, bluesy, twangy thing he's got going on it. Um, yeah. Uh, especially like that part where it's like I think it's the first time after they evade the police, like when they they start. They they throw the guy in the trunk and they drive away.
0: Oh yeah, something. I forgot about that. And then we had that weird scene where you see the Rasta man with weed just blow fucking weed <laughs> into the trunk.
2: Yeah, it was funny as hell. Well, he didn't want him to know he had weed on him. I, just, fact, I, I guess he, I, in my mind, I thought like he smoked that whole blunt till he was done. And then he got the guy out of there. Yeah, of course.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but like that whole scene after where they drive off and then it's like Louise is like. They're she's like kind of freaking out a little bit and they're they're both kind of shook up and it's got like that that do dude like that music is like real drony and it's got like heavy bass to it I'm like holy shit <laughs> mm-hmm. it really dro- drives the point home like that they're kind of like on fucking ragged edge there <laughs> uh,
0: another thing I want to bring up uh, <laughs> in the beginning part of the movie where they go to that bar before she gets raped or about to get raped um like, the that band that's there doesn't even look like a country band. It looked like they just got, like, I don't know, like, Kurt Cobain type of band and just say, do some country.
2: I guess. This <laughs> is the du- yeah, I don't know. Kind of reminded me of the band from Roadhouse or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vaguely. I don't know why. I just got that similar vibe.
0: Mm-hmm um yeah i i highly recommend this movie actually i went into this movie going uh not a big susan sarandon fan and then i was like oh she was fucking awesome in this movie
2: i mean honestly i i don't really think i've seen that many movies with her in them like uh, usually she had like a side role or something i think
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: uh like she was like oh she's the mom in this movie or something like a lot of the shit was like a lot later
0: well, she was good in Dead Man Walking, and then uh, I seen Step Mom. That's another uh, okay film. But other she was than that,
2: in Bull Durham. That's that's like the only thing I've seen her in.
0: That movie is as old as me. <laughs> Fucking-
2: I didn't really, I didn't really have an opinion over before this.
0: Well, I just went into it being like, oh, it's gonna be super. Like, like this should be like a girl's movie. But then I was like, "Oh, there's some action in here it's pretty pretty good, pretty good I, I dig it Is
2: this a chick flick? Will you call this chick flick
0: no. no 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 i I looked well, at you it. said you,
2: you said a girls' movie thats that's what I thought you were getting at there
0: yeah uh, I, I based off of the- co- cover art of the movie and seeing trailers, I thought this was going to be a chick flick, and then I was highly I- wrong.
2: I could see that, like if, if it's the original poster cover art, it's like the Polaroid of them, like it, selfies before selfies were a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, jeez, hey, road trip!" And it's like, "Yeah, road trip, fucking road trip." All right.
0: <laughs> and, uh but I I know I keep on going back, but how did they? Oh, they got they got Jimmy, and then Jimmy told about JD, correct? Because I was like, how did they get Brad Pitt? I don't know yeah. it was Jimmy. Never mind. Yeah, he. So
1: always I saw them with this guy and they're like, Oh, well, we gotta get that guy. And then they picked him up. And they said, Holy shit, he's got sixty six hundred dollars on him. Which I remember thinking he only spent a hundred dollars from the time that he stole it to when they picked him up. Sheesh.
0: Well, the way I look at it is like in the early nineties, having like sixty six hundred dollars, that's like almost having like a hundred grand, I guess, maybe.
2: Not a hundred grand, uh, maybe about ten. Really <laughs> hey, hey, $100 could get you a lot further in
0: 1990.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I
0: get it, but... After stealing money, I would think he would like be long gone. But that's just me. That,
2: that guy seemed like a simpleton to me. I don't know. Like, somebody that was just lucky. Like, I robbed convenience stores. I fucking, I'm fucking, i a fucking expert at it. Like, really? Mm-hmm. That guy? Like <laughs> You think he's capable of spending a lot of money like that?
0: Mm-hmm. Alright, so I guess it's time for us to rank these movies. So we're going to start off ranking our own personal before we get to the master list. I have have mine, so I'll go through mine first.
2: I gotta do mine.
0: I'll start from the three all the way to one. So at number three, I put The Fly. Uh, Not saying because it's a bad movie, I just... Out of the other movies I saw, I I thought they were better compared to The Fly. Uh, A League of Their Own... At number two, because I was like, oh, shit, you know, I'm a big fan of baseball. Uh, And plus, there's a little history to this. Tom Hanks was amazing. And I did, like, the Kit and uh, Dottie uh, sister story that they had going on. So I I put that at number two. Uh, Obviously, number one, uh, going into this movie – thinking that it was gonna be a chick flick and then being totally wrong and finding ridley scott directed it and just the story from beginning to end was really good i put thelma and louise at number one so uh anybody got their lists or should i just you know fill time keep keep um
1: yeah no uh thelma louise is definitely number one I don't know. Two and three is kind of you can almost flip a coin for me. It, it's so unfair because the Fly is so completely unlike either one of these other two movies. League of Their Own and Thelma Louise have some things in common, but really not that much. Um, I think just to be different, I'm going to put the Fly at number two and then a League of Their Own at three, which is really hard to do because I fucking really liked a League of Their Own, but I think it also stems from like we we're saying. I'm just I'm a fan of baseball. I like baseball movies. Mm. Um, I, I can't get over how hilarious John Lovitz is in the beginning of that movie. But yeah, just barely. Barely,
2: barely, barely. But uh, Lunn is definitely Thelma least, no question.
0: here. Okay. Zach, what about you?
2: Uh, I put A League of Their Own at three. Um, I, I really liked it. I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Mm. Uh, but I put The Fly at two because for me personally, I think that movie is a lot more rewatchable than a league of Their Own*. <laughs> uh, I'm a big sucker for the eighties horror shit. And it, it totally fits in that category. So that, that movie plays more to my, uh, my tastes mm-hmm. in general. I, I I've liked that movie. Uh, that's probably one of the first horror movies ever really st- like struck a chord with me. And I was like, that, that movie's fucking cool. It's crazy. That that's probably the first one, honestly. Okay. Um, and then Thelma and Louise is one. It's we just rambled on about it. I think longer than the other two movies. <laughs> so,
0: mm. all right. So, Masterless, I mean, I'm not gonna fight it. I, mean, I think the only reason why I have The Fly at number three is because I'm not a big uh, Cronenberg fan. I mean, I I dig The Fly over, um, the Videodrome, but. I don't know. his his disgusting gore that he usually has in his film. I'm just I don't I can't eat anything while I watch his movies. <laughs> it grosses you out. I mean I, I watch, I used watch
1: Eastern Promises. Watch a history of violence. He's a great yeah. director. You gotta get around the fact that he just uses body horror and gore.
0: Mm.
2: That
1: the I'm, gross I'm, out I'm not, shit I'm,
2: was like a phase for him pretty much, wasn't it?
1: Uh I mean a
2: phase that lasted like fifteen or more
1: years, I think.
2: I don't know. Yeah, I,
1: haven't, I haven't seen everything he's ever put out. I, I'm not sure.
2: I mean, I think like I don't think he's done any more movies like that. Like he kind of just went to like I'm doing a, a serious film now. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying he, that that's his his intention, yeah. but
1: yeah, he makes a cosmopolis and shit
2: now. Yeah,
0: he
2: mm-hmm. had his fun, I think. <laughs> yeah, but
1: uh, in all seriousness, it's not just to to the two of you, but to our listeners too, like. Uh, we've watched two Cronenberg movies, and they both have that gross-out kind of deal. And if you love the gross-out stuff, you gotta see Scanners. You have gotta see um, uh, The Brood. You gotta see, but you know that stuff too. But, but seriously, like he's a great director, and he gets around to proving it twice over.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll give him a shot on those other movies that you said before. Uh, Maybe
1: I'll find an excuse to choose one one of these days.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so what I'm trying to say is I'm not going to debate too much since it's a two to one kind of thing going on since you guys have the fly at number two. So on the master list, I am conceding. So the fly is at number two and Thelma and uh, not Thelma, uh, a league of their own at number three. Sure. Okay, cool. So we finished the Gina Davis. Happy birthday themed uh movie watching so now i am going to spin the wheel now make the deal mm-hmm. we're gonna do it live because one you'll be able to hear the the spinning of the wheel and then i'll tell you guys what has been picked so besides fuck it let's do it live fuck it we're gonna go so i'm gonna spin the wheel now and i'll tell you what happens so five four three two one go spinning 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 the wheel the wheel that spins, 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 spins.
2: She got the prices white right wheel effect.
0: <laughs> sing, sing, music, rah, rah. So we have to pick musical movies. <laughs>
2: what? Oh shit! Yeah. Um. Jesus Christ. That's, that's n- that is not my forte at all. <laughs> I talk to my friend who actually knows about this shit. Um.
1: Who? Danny. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. We should probably choose at least one now, so we can get into. it. I guess technically, if you want, if you want to be technical, a lot of Disney movies fall into that. Though they, mm-hmm. they yeah, they are actually. You yeah. could choose anything from the Disney Renaissance. You could <clears> choose <throat> uh, pre-Renaissance stuff. Um, I mean, really, any of the animated movies for that matter. Uh, I would request try to make it like interesting, if that's what we're going to do. You know, so we don't just watch like Aladdin.
0: Um, so, I'm going to choose this movie. I'm going to be number one to uh, speak. Uh, I've heard good things about this movie. It has two of my favorite actors, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. I'm going to choose La La Land.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I wanted to see that.
0: So, uh. I guess I'll, I'll fill the void of speaking while these guys are picking their movies. Oh, wait, actually, no, we we should choose one and then they'll pick the other ones. Yeah. Uh, hang on,
1: I, I do want to talk it out a little
0: more. I, uh... I can't
1: decide if I want to choose something I've never seen or something that I think you two should see. That's the hard part, right?
0: Okay, so... Do you want to throw it out there see if we've seen it?
1: Um, I don't know. Uh... Have either of you ever seen Singing in the Rain?
0: No, I actually no. have. I actually haven't seen it.
1: It's great. Have either of you ever seen West Side Story?
0: Yes, I've seen that.
1: Okay. No. Um, I've not seen Sound of Music since fifth grade. Maria.
2: Zach, any thoughts? No. As to what you'll choose. I think no. I have no idea. This is gonna take. I'll have to make my pick off air or
0: some shit. Okay. So I this guess is, I'll, this
2: I'll, is probably my weakest genre. Like legitimately. Okay. <clears throat> I'll I'll do the same then. I'll
1: I'll have mine ready for next week.
0: Okay. Because so... I I
1: already have it narrowed to three or four. Or so so I'll figure it
0: out. Okay. So next week, guys, we will be talking about La La Land, starring Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. So remember to watch that movie. Okay. Come back and then we'll talk about it. Hopefully not sing about it because I'm a bad singer.
1: I believe it is available on IMDB TV, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh I've been renting movies on Amazon. They're they're pretty cheap. It's only like what three to five dollars? Yeah. It's it's not breaking the wallet, I, I should say. <coughs> All right. <coughs> let's get into some news that matter to us, and I want to get this right out of the way, because we did talk about sports I want to say two episodes ago. Sports. Um, yeah, uh, Houston Astros, last time we spoke, that uh, Manfred, uh, or I should say Manfraud, who did a investigation on Houston Astros and said that they were cheating, but only uh, charged the owner $5 million with a fine, uh, took some draft picks, and then fired uh or banned the gm and the head coach for uh one year and in the investigation he said that they were player driven uh allegations but he didn't go after the players because of the play uh players union yeah uh, which pissed off a lot of people now if you're Houston Astros and you are a PR team, you want to come at it like they are really, really sorry. You know we're pieces of shit that we uh, cheated, or at least say sorry. Um, so they ha- uh had a news conference when sp- uh, pitchers and catchers, uh, spring training started, and Alex Bert Bergman was there, Jim Crane, who's the owner of the Houston Astros, and um. Uh, Altuve, the guy who didn't want to take off his shirt uh, in 2019 be- after hitting a home run because that's what they do apparently during these times when you hit a home run and they tear your shirt off because you know, fuck my shirt, but um, the the apologies were so robotic so scripted um, Jim Crane was the only one that kind of spoke freely and he sounded like an idiot talking freely because he he was like, "We won the World Series. the 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 uh us stealing the signs with technology didn't impact the game at all. Uh, get over it. We won the World Series. Let's just move on." And then a follow up question said, "Uh, excuse me, this did not impact the game." And then he goes, "I didn't say that." and clearly if you go back he says that he impacted it impacted the game. And then Alex Correa pretty much um said that we didn't cheat during the World Series but did uh didn't cheat. Uh well they did cheat before the World Series. I'm sorry, but if you cheat before the World Series to get into the World Series, you're cheating. Because that impacted the game where you knew where the ball was coming and when to hit the ball, which made you get an edge and win the series to get into the World Series. Uh, another thing, all the players are talking shit to the Astros and sh- and talking shit to the commissioner, and I love it. So that's what's been going on in the baseball world. I can't, I kind of wanted to get that out of the way. Um, <laughs> another thing I want to bring up too about this is the commissioner warned uh the players that have been talking shit to not throw the ball at the Astro batters or you will get suspended. So now people are talking shit to the commissioner saying, Oh, you're gonna suspend people that are gonna bean the ball at them, but you won't suspend the players for uh cheating to get into the World Series. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, so that's one news I wanted to get out of the way. And then another news that since you know we did the Indiana Jones ranking uh, Harrison Ford said that he is starting to work on Indiana 5 in a couple of
1: months
0: (sighs) now what does that entail Does that mean he's gonna be training to uh, get ready Uh, people don't know people don't know if it's a casting call in any way so this movie is like in pre -pre pre-production so that's a quick story. I do not want an Indiana Jones 5. I I don't think we need it. Uh, I think if you're going to do Indy 5, <laughs> knowing knowing Harrison Ford, he probably just wants to kill off the character so he doesn't have to do any more.
1: I'm surprised he didn't already.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> something else I wanted to bring up with Harrison Ford, there was a, uh interview where they were talking about Rise of Skywalker. And the interviewer is like, Were you a fourth ghost or something like that? And Harrison Ford and I'm paraphrasing. He's like, What the fuck is a fourth ghost?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes sense.
0: <laughs> so I thought that was hilarious. Uh another news, um Tim Sweeney, who's now the epic uh president or owner or whatever, he's the head guy of that. Uh is getting backlash because he made a comment saying that you know since our nation is so divided with politics we should not be making games that have uh like political agendas in any way why not because it's causing a division and the the way you could have politics in games but don't preach about it is is what he was trying to say like be like oh you know don't make a game where i'm just using an example i'm not saying he said this or anything but be be like oh men are douches because you know there's a wage gap and this game is going to explain that men are stupid kind of thing instead of just going we have a problem let's talk about this problem and see if we could talk about it you know what i'm trying to find a word Something well, where hated, should, hating men isn't political. When it talks about like wage gap and all that stuff. Like it's weird how I'm trying not to get into too much politics as well, but uh I just I don't
1: understand why music and movies and everything else should be able to have politics in it and video games can't. Video games is an adult media. It's an adult art form. You should be able to say whatever you want with video games.
0: Yeah, but should it be marketed in a way where it makes it divisive in some way?
1: If you've got the money to market it that way, it's a free market, bitch.
0: All right. The
1: free market will decide. If people don't want that shit, they won't buy your game.
0: But uh, he's getting roasted, and pretty much he he, he walked back on it a little under his comments. He just like, I think we need to take. Take it slow on the politics agenda in video games is what he's no, saying.
1: No, I, I get it. I get what you're saying, and I get what he's saying. But no. it, it just my point is, like, if, if, if someone wants to make a game about uh, two lesbians overcoming social stigma so that they can get married, fine, make it. I, I don't know if I'll play it. Probably not, but it's fine. It, it, video games are just like movies or books or music or anything else. You should be able to tell any story that you want with this medium. And that's the only way that games are ever going to be taken seriously—is if it's if it's treated as a serious way to tell stories.
0: Yeah, but I could also look at it his point of view on on a business stance, for example, like all the SJW like who uh, you know infiltrate uh, a hobby and say, you know, this character shouldn't be wearing these skimpy clothes. But everybody that watches anime or this character in a video game liked this character in skimpy clothes shouldn't be head of like a EA or head of an anime company who is an SEW just to put more clothes on this character. Because I believe that this character should have more clothes on. You're not, you're not feeding to your fan base at all. It, it, it's more of a bad business movement than anything.
1: And then they won't make money and they'll fail.
0: Mm-hmm. Which I think that's, that that was also part of his, explanation as well is like we shouldn't be shitting on our customers at all and most yeah oh go ahead no i was just gonna say like you shouldn't be shitting on your customers because that's a bad business move sure i think
2: more than anything it's the the idea of that uh is like oh it's i want to make a political statement with my game or, or something like that Uh, yeah, I think anybody should be able to make whatever game they want, but I think just bringing up the idea of it potentially rubs more people the wrong way than in any other medium, because I feel like video games more than any other medium has that want to try to like dive into some other kind of world and just fucking, you know, get immersed in that than a movie or a TV show or a book or anything. Mm -hmm. Some for some people, that's their only escape from their boring adult life bullshit. Well, more than what a movie can provide or a book or something. And I think when you bring that topic up, it, it rubs people the wrong way a lot. It, it rubs them more raw because of that. Yeah, the the
1: fan base for gaming is very much not the same as all these other mediums.
0: Mm-hmm. And and there is a a big difference on like. Having a political statement in your game or movie, then you know, like for example, parasite, and I'm not spoiling it in any way, but it talks about the um, you know the poor and the rich, but they do it in a way that the writing is like you don't even care about the politics anymore. you kind of forget about it a little bit, but the the director of parasite is like explaining <laughs> that that there is you know a uh A thing between the rich and the poor, and that's why the events that happen in that movie leads to those things, and (laughs) and that's why you know I don't mind that in a way. Like when they there's certain movies that I you know I don't really care or believe in certain global warming things, but I watch it and it's a good story and I I dig it, but like there are movies that preach. So much we're just like, you know, our party is doing this, you are stupid, and all that stuff. And it's like, okay, this is this is retarded. Is there gonna be a story into this at all? Or is it just gonna be one big um you know, PSA about global warming? Is what I, I'm trying to get at as well.
2: Yeah. I think bottom line, period. There's a right way and a wrong way to do everything. Just keep that in mind.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, any anything before we move on to the to the next topic? Yeah. Okay. Uh, dreams. I I watched a couple of dreams. Uh, streams. Uh, dreams, dream stream. Yeah, <laughs> it's a uh, it's a it's pretty much a game builder. You can create anything you want. Um, and I they were I saw some Metal Gear stuff. I saw some Spider Man stuff. I saw anything, and. looked amazing now a question for you guys do you like games where you build stuff
1: yes but with an asterisk um with the exception of stuff like mario maker which i do actually get into actually making the levels and stuff um i like those kind of things because i like to see what other people are doing Mm -hmm. because there's always like a leaderboard these are the best examples if not you can google it and then you go, and the people who are incredibly talented and skilled, I want to play what they made. And I, I enjoy creating things too. You know, I make models and I like writing Dungeons and Dragons campaigns. I like to create things too, but I don't have a level of technical skill that some of these other people do.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: why stuff like this, tools like this, are just fantastic because uh, people get to shine. When they when they create all this stuff, plus Dreams has got uh, PlayStation VR support on the way, and when that happens, I am 100% on board. Okay,
0: cool. Zach, what about you? Uh,
2: <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, I never really got into like stuff like Minecraft or anything like that. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure why, but for some reason, those kind of games just don't really appeal to me.
1: This is less of a Minecraft, more of like think like Little Big Planet.
0: Yeah. More, uh, more on a serious note than, you know, beanbag, beanbag. Like RPG Maker.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, there might be something to that. I think with some of those games, the aesthetic is was part of the reason I could never get into them. And then, like, Mario Maker. I know a lot of people are, like, really into Mario Maker, but, like, I could... Part of the reason I don't care about that is because I don't really care for Mario generally. Mm. Uh, shot's fired, I guess. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so maybe I'll give this one a look or something.
0: I would get dreams. I should have bought it when it was like fucking thirty dollars when they were doing like the beta shit or like the early access uh, dreams because I think yeah. now it went up to sixty uh, because they officially launched it. It's uh, forty. It's forty right now. Oh, it's not bad. It only went up ten dollars. Uh, but like seeing all those, I, I wouldn't mind playing those people's games, but I don't have the time to sit and do each texture and stuff like these people are doing. Uh, I like games like Mario Maker or Minecraft uh, or, you know, Trackmania where you get to create your own tracks or Roller Coaster Tycoon and all that because it gives you the tools and you can do whatever you want. Uh, I feel like with Dreams, you have to stick to something uh, where it makes sense. I mean, you can still make whatever you want, uh, but, like, for people to play your stuff... It has to make sense and to do things in there because you just don't want to be like, come to this world, and it's like a, I don't know, Susan Sarandon Shrine. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I I don't mind it. I, I do like Mario Maker, which I think they added some Zelda stuff, didn't they?
1: Yeah.
0: I got to get on that.
1: Yeah, I still really want that game. I had to make a choice, though, and it was Pokemon, so.
0: You chose, Pokemon. You chose. You chose
2: poorly. <laughs> nah, I don't think so.
0: Well, you see, Andy's. Uh, he's trying to wait. You know, the five years until that game goes on sale. He's, <laughs> he's, playing, the, he's playing the long game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I've caught it for forty-five a couple times, but eh, I, I, I've got other games to play. I need to be Death Stranding, Luigi's oh, Mansion, Pokemon Shield.
0: Damn right you do. Yeah, mainly Death Stranding. Yeah. I'll be that one last.
2: <laughs> we better not be having this discussion again next week.
0: <laughs> uh, final news here, unless you guys have any news, but I have here uh, there was reports on website, I think it was like Digital Foundry or something. Um, PS5 possibly being $450 to $500 because of the cooling system that they're doing on there where it's expensive. Um, it's weird. Do you think Sony will let's for example let's say it's four hundred and fifty dollars. Do you think they would cut the fifty dollars just so that they could stick with the four hundred dollar uh amount, just like the last generation?
1: I don't know. Did they learn the lesson from the PS3 days? That's the question. Like, who are the same people still in charge of that kind of stuff?
0: Oh, I I don't know because I, I don't
1: know. It's, it's it's a rhetorical question. I <laughs> don't know. um <clears throat> i'm sorry um it would be a real shame if the cooling system was the reason for a higher price tag because i feel like the technology for cooling of electronics advances like super fast so there's going to be a new cheaper model like a year or two down the road right
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i i think the sweet spot is 450 i mean 50 dollars more in my opinion I know, I know other people have, you know, different money situations, but $450, I think, would be a sweet spot if, you know, uh, if there was more power to it, and that it's not going to die on me. I wouldn't. Yeah, mind. it
1: depends on what, what... We still don't have a full picture. What am I getting for $450? You know, how much backwards compatibility, because they still haven't confirmed it, but there's been a hundred rumors about PS1234. Um... <clears throat> uh how powerful is it what kind of vr are they adding or keeping uh is that the headset model because there's gonna be a version that comes with the headset according to rumors um you know does it have a dualshock 5 you know what what else going on i need more details um unless the system was fantastic i feel like 500 is the point where they start scaring me off half a grand is a lot of money for a video game system i don't think i've ever paid that much
0: mm-hmm But
1: uh, again, it it just it depends on what I'm getting. If I get if I get a console that just does killer VR, it has like new wireless VR headset support, and it plays PlayStation one through five games, you're you're starting to get me back on board. But if it if it's just a console out of the box with the plain old controller, uh, I might I might wait. Because mm. the way where I sit now, I would like to get it at launch, but it, it kind of, you know, it depends on all these factors and games, of course. I mean, that's why I'm buying it is to play games. What's it play?
0: And I, I, we talked about it last time where Xbox, they <laughs> announced their Xbox Series X. And um, I'm choosing the words that Phil uh, Phil Spencer said when he went on the video game awards. He Usually Xbox, they go, we are the strongest and fastest system ever but phil he said you know this is the fastest xbox we ever made or the the strongest and fastest which again it comes down to this was it too early for xbox to show their hand and because a lot of people are just like all right we've seen what xbox has done why isn't sony talking now, you... I'm
1: worried that what has happened is Xbox showed what they were doing, and Sony had something they were working on, and they said, "Oh, we have to do better than that now." So now they're doubling back, and like, "Oh, we need better solid state drive integration or something like that." Mm-hmm. I wonder maybe they weren't like ready to, to show, and then when Microsoft did, Sony was like, "Oh shit, what we're doing isn't that good. We need to do better." So now they're doing better, maybe. I don't
0: know. Yeah, and I, I, if I remember correctly, I think. Um... The Xbox Series, I'm just gonna call it the uh, sex box because that's, uh, the sex box has twelve point nine teraflops, I believe, and I believe the PS5 rumor is supposed to only have like nine point four. So I wonder if you know the news coming out about the the sex box, um, kind of like you said, they double back and were like we need to do better, we need to put more technology in there and they're putting more technology in this is maybe where the cooling system happens and i'll say this for $500 i think what will put me over is the backwards compatibility if they could put a you know 1 through 4 backwards compatibility and have a powerful system i wouldn't mind paying that $500 uh amount but if it's, like you said, if it's just the console with w- a little bit better than the PS4 Pro and a controller and, oh, we got God of War 5 in there, I'd be like, mm, I don't know if $500 is going to cut it. But for 450 I would pay if, if that was the case.
2: Yeah.
0: I think at, uh, the sex box is going to be um, either 400 or at least matching if Sony is going to go with the 450 Because they learned their lesson last uh, generation where I believe the Xbox One was more expensive than the PS4, which hurt hurt them. But that's all the news I have. Do you guys have any news? No. Oh, no. No? No. No, okay. (laughs) All right, I guess we'll end the episode. Remember, guys, we are watching La La Land with Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. And then these two guys are going to tell you <coughs> And these fuck two, <laughs> And these two guys are going to tell you what they're going to be picking. Uh but if you want to catch our podcast, make sure you go to novnetwork.podbean.com. We're also on Spotify and iTunes. If you search Nerd Review Network, we are there. We are squared. Uh, until next time everybody. Have a good night.
1: Thanks for listening. See ya. Oops.